John Cornyn has seen enough. It's January 24th, 2024, and these are your headlines. So despite their contentious history, we'll say, Senator John Cornyn has joined other statewide officials in Texas in endorsing Donald Trump for the presidential nomination. Now, Cornyn had previously expressed interest in a new direction, saying he liked candidates like South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. But after Trump's victory last night over South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley in the New Hampshire primary election, John Cornyn said he'd seen enough. In a post on X, he wrote, to beat Biden, Republicans need to unite around a single candidate. And it's clear that President Trump is Republican voters' choice. Four more years of failed domestic policies like the Biden border crisis and record high inflation and failed foreign policies that have emboldened our adversaries and made the world a more dangerous place must be stopped. He went on to say he was proud of the accomplishments made during Trump's first term in office, including the confirmation of 234 federal judges, including three members of the United States Supreme Court, passing historic tax reform, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, unleashing our energy potential and ushering in the best economy for all Americans in my lifetime. So Cornyn's endorsement comes despite a turbulent history between the two. While Trump endorsed Cornyn for re-election in 2020, he's trained his fire on him multiple times in recent years. In 2022, Trump called Cornyn a rhino, a Republican in name only, for his role in advancing gun control legislation in the Senate. The following year, Trump compared Cornyn to Senator Mitt Romney in a social media post asking, who's a worse senator, John the Stiff Cornyn of Texas or Mitt the Loser Romney of Massachusetts slash Utah? They are both weak, ineffective, and very bad for the Republican Party and our nation. He went on to say Cornyn was always quick to surrender to Democrats. Still, Cornyn says he will work to elect a Republican Senate majority and President Trump in 2024. As the standoff continues between the Biden administration and the state of Texas over the crisis along the southern border, Governor Greg Abbott says Texas will continue to push back against the invasion. At the center of the current controversy is a recent Supreme Court order that allows federal agents to remove concertina wire and other barriers placed along the Rio Grande by the Texas National Guard and Department of Public Safety. Ground zero of that battle is Shelby Park in Eagle Pass, where state forces have taken over a park along the border and has thus far prevented federal officials from entering. Abbott says the state is taking action because of a failure from the Biden administration. He said in a statement today, the federal government has broken the compact between the United States and the states. The executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws, protecting states, including immigration laws on the books right now. President Biden has refused to enforce those laws and has even violated them. He said the result is that he has smashed records for illegal immigration, despite having been put on notice in a series of letters, one of which I hand delivered to him. President Biden has ignored Texas's demand that he perform his constitutional duties. He went on to say, the U.S. Constitution allows for states to push back against invasions. He said James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and the other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. That is why the framers included both Article 4 
and, uh, both Article 4, Section 4, with pro which promised that the federal government shall protect each state against invasion, and Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which acknowledges the state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders. And we've talked about that article quite a lot, specifically as it refers to what Texas can do to actually stop the invasion on the border. And to that end, Governor Abbott cited an executive order issued by him back in November of 2022 to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. Now, while Abbott has been criticized for failing to fully act on that executive order and remove illegal aliens, increased action in recent months and defiance of the federal government has drawn praise and encouragement. In fact, observers waited for federal border patrol agents to cut down wire fences after the Supreme Court order was issued. The state erected more concertina wire barriers. Republican Party of Texas Chairman Matt Rinaldi said it was great to see Greg Abbott not backing down. Others say more needs to be done. Adding barriers, walls, etc. is a start, but no wall will ever stop the invasion of our borders if the invaders do not know that they cannot get in. That was a statement by Ken Cuccinelli, the former U.S. Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security. He posted on X, he said, Greg Abbott needs to return the invaders back across the border and no, don't ask Mexico's permission, just do it. The Luke Messia Show is your access to what happens behind closed doors in Texas politics. Listen weekly to me, your host, Luke Macias, as I break down what is actually happening in conservative politics in the Lone Star State, a state that we all love and cherish. Listen weekly wherever you listen to podcasts. This show is a product of Texas Corporate. Lastly, Texas's latest campaign finance reports show liberal billionaire George Soros has been pouring money into political action committees rather than funding candidates directly. Soros contributed a total of $2,562,000 across several PACs between August and December, making him one of the top 10 contributors in Texas. Receiving over a million dollars from Soros, the Texas Majority PAC boasts the motto, Let's Turn Texas Blue. How many times have you heard that, right? The organization seeks to elect statewide Democrat officials by researching the most effective strategies to accomplish this goal. The Texas Organizing Project PAC received a quarter of a million dollars from Soros. In placing their mission's emphasis on Black and Latino voters, TOP focuses on reaching the minority communities in Texas to shift the state's political leaning. However, the group has also been linked in recent years to bailing out hundreds of inmates with severe criminal records. And after the organization was linked to Soros in the past, former candidate for Harris County Judge Alexandra Mueller said on social media that TOP works year-round to elect candidates in favor of dismantling the criminal justice system, so no surprise when it comes to the Soros donation. Soros also contributed to the Hidalgo County Democrat Party, James to emphasize elections at all levels rather than only those on a larger scale. CTX votes, Dallas County Democratic PAC, Cameron County Democratic Party Executive Committee, and Planned Parenthood Texas Votes PAC all listed Soros as a top contributor, with CTX votes in Cameron County receiving over 94% of their total contributions from Soros. You can find more of today's stories at texasscorecard.com. <laughs>